everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 20th, 2019. Strong hand, offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. In motion, deferral of gratification. I left that door open so everyone can hear me screaming inside of here. Yeah, all right. Check out the links below. Check out yesterday's show. It was wild and wacky. Check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. Oh my God, Stefan Levera. Everyone is loving it. Disruptmeister.com, sportsmeister.com. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T is TechBalt. That's who I am on Twitter. I'm retweeting stuff all day long. Um, hey, I didn't watch the uh, Tone Vase thing today. How did that go? I was out running. Uh, it was a beautiful day in LA. I'm sure it went great. The, 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 the debate with uh, Peter Schiff and everything like that. But we are going to talk about gold uh, I want to remind everyone, if you've got questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. We've had some great questions lately during the show. It's It's been a lot of fun. He's adding the, uh, the the question and answer session. You get shirts like this. This is who, who did this shirt? All Good Lab did this. They're linked to below. Um, you're not going to be able to see it very much because the angle of this camera is going to change in a second. But I just wanted to point that out. Great to see all you guys here. Oh, it's, it's early. It's only 922 back in Baltimore, isn't it? Only 922 at night. All right. So, all right. The mainstream is waking up to Bitcoin again. It's clear. It's clear. We, we saw 60 minutes. And how about this Bloomberg article? So we get to hear. They have a very paralyzing narrative. Um, you, you, during a down market, they're scared. They're not talking about it. So if you listen to the mainstream during a down market, you're paralyzed. You're not in motion. You listen to something like this, you're in motion. Someone's telling you, guys, it's cyclical. It's going to come back. I've seen it before. They're going to be downtowns, downtimes. They're going to be uptimes. It's not dead. But here we go. This is a Bloomberg headline that gets you, that just shows you how paralyzing they can be if, you know, for the, the normies that get stuck believing this stuff. Uh, what's it say? Left for dead. What was it? This stuff is legit. Get crypto fever flares back up. Left for dead, Bitcoin went on a tear and sparked a new mania. Left for dead, you were the only guys that were leaving it for dead. And when I say only, it wasn't only. Every time the media, the, the so-called pundits out there, they think Bitcoin's dead. They think, oh well, yeah. You see, I told you so. It went down to three thousand, so it's never going to be back again. It's going to zero. Carl Danger at Market Ticker said it's going to zero. They're all saying it's going to zero. So when you so now now Bloomberg's saying it was left for dead, and now but oh wow, look, it's back. Wow, wow, wow. If you've been watching this show, you know it's no wow, baby. This was expected. You're, you deferred gratification. You were not impulsive. You didn't believe this nonsense that it was dead. Um, and so this is just typical impulsive, short-term thinking, 80% type of mindset, all right, by the mainstream media. They're always, and they get away with it. They can just change their headline and then they're, oh yeah, well now it's doing great. It's doing great now. Wow, let's write a positive article about it. And that's great. They write a positive article about it when it's doing great. That's great. But for, for you know, 18 months, it was, uh, it was the end of the world and, uh, they weren't either talking about it or they were saying it was bad and, um, yeah, you, you get the point. Don't sit in fear with the pack, okay? That's if you were listening to the Bloombergs of the world, you were sitting on the sidelines in fear, selling your selling your Bitcoin, just sitting there in fear or being a no-coiner with the pack, okay? It's the pack that believes 
the mob that believes this kind of stuff, the mindless mob. All right. And uh, no, there's, uh, there's, they're not going to have an article that says, sorry, we were wrong. No, they'll just, they'll continue spouting the same nonsense. That's eight, it's 18 months in the past. They're, they're always behind. This is, this is it guys. You, you, you got to think ahead of the game, long-term thinking. These people are completely impulsive, short-term thinkers of the world. And everybody likes to read that stuff. They like reactionary stuff. Oh, well, it went down, but it went down from 19K to 3000. It's horrible. It's terrible. Let's gang up on it. Uh-uh. Smart thinkers, people in motion, you knew, knew all along. So I, I laugh at uh, titles like that. Left for dead. Life for Sparks a new mania. Oh, yeah, of course. They, you guys will start a new mania about it. But we, we've been in it all along. We don't, get, we don't get worked up when the mania is going on because we already have our Bitcoin. We got it for cheap whenever. And, yeah, have your mania. That's great. Have your mania. Spread the word. Do the marketing for us. We don't need to hire a marketing team. Pound that like button. All right. Cool. Now, uh, oh, oh, now, now look at this. Speaking of short-termers, I'm sure the media, when the media says uh, Bitcoin was left for dead, part of their thing is, well, there, there hasn't been an ETF. Well, guess what happened today? Another ETF got, decision got delayed. None of us are shocked here on this show. That's what we always predict on this show. Uh, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. It's, don't get your hopes up for 2019 for a Bitcoin ETF. Did you buy Bitcoin because you think there was going to be an ETF in 2019? That wasn't the reason to buy Bitcoin. That wasn't the reason to buy Bitcoin. Maybe if you worked for Bloomberg, that was the reason to buy Bitcoin. Maybe if you're Michael Bloomberg, that was the reason. No. You see, he's smart. He's a billionaire. He he probably he probably has plenty of Bitcoin. A a anyway, anyway, but his publication is ridiculous. Now, now going on. And yeah, you know, again, Michael Bloomberg is smart. I don't believe in any of his political policies or whatever, but he's smart. He got rich. He knew what he was doing. Um, who knows if he owns Bitcoin or not? Uh, and, and that's the thing. You can compliment someone's intelligence and totally be against them. I mean- we live in this very polarized world, okay, where if you say a good thing about someone that uh, is not so great, you're all of a sudden a villain and you, you can't say it because you get fired from your job. I can say it because I'm in the Bitcoin overlay. I won't get fired from my job. I can praise anybody I want to. Watch yesterday's show. You can truly see it. I can say anything I want to. Pound that like button. Now, and, and you want to be in that same shape. You want to be in that. Th That's why you get Bitcoin. You get Bitcoin so you can be in the Bitcoin overlay saying you, you don't have to worry about getting fired from Target. That's why you get in the Bitcoin overlay, not because you think not because you think uh, there's going to be an ETF in 2019 and you're going to cry when it doesn't happen. It didn't happen. So what? It's not going to happen again. Next month, next month, next month. Get used to it. If you've been watching this show for a while, you are used to it because I've said this a million freaking times. So, um, yeah, you can. It's linked to below the the. The public documents about the rejection by the SEC, blah, 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 blah. Tor de Meester retweeted something that he said six months ago. Based on my sources, I'm currently not seeing a Bitcoin ETF before 2020. Same objections as the gold ETF, but more immature market. Hey, but guess what, guys? It's going to happen eventually. Probably not in 2019. Maybe not in 2020. It's going to happen. So you want to be in Bitcoin before it happens, before everybody wakes up to the fact, oh, wait, there's a Bitcoin ETF. Better get into this thing now. All right. Now, speaking about hype, speaking about things that people, everybody's talking about, but the mainstream media picks up on Facebook coin. I've heard, I've heard mentioned about it, some secretive project they've got going on. And, you know, this is where the big boys play. So I welcome all altcoins. Make everybody make an altcoin. I don't care. But you know what would be cool, Facebook dudes, if you're listening, if you're watching, and then you can listen to this on sportsmeister.com if you don't want to see my face. And but you can play this right now at 2x if you want to hear my voice sped up to some like crack addict type of pace. Um, but Facebook people, if you're watching this and you're really gonna create an altcoin, fork it off of Bitcoin. 
just fork it off a of Bitcoin. And uh, then all of us Bitcoin holders get rewarded. And the smart ones of us will turn it into a Bitcoin. But, but, you, I mean, you will have some immediate value if you fork your Facebook coin off a of Bitcoin. Um, it, it would probably create immediately, you would have a top 10 cryptocurrency on coin market cap. And as you know, if you're creating an altcoin, uh, all the 80 percenters will buy your altcoin if it's listed like in the top 10 of, uh, of coin market cap. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing if you want to get the uh, 80 percenters to buy your coin. But us 20 percenters will get it for free. So we'll be happy also. I mean, look at it this way. SV, freaking SV was a grandchild of Bitcoin. OK, a fork of a fork of Bitcoin. And it got into the top 10 for a while. Now it's like lower, but who cares? I mean, there's, that's a whole thing. You, you would have a lot more uh, legitimacy, Facebook coin. So Facebook coin, you're welcome to the space. Come in. This is where the big boys play. Competition is great. I welcome all competition. I know Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Facebook coin is the next Bcash. I don't know. It, 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 it would be a better Bcash. So yeah, it could be a top five crypto coin if you fork it off. Oh, what a story that would be. And it would be great news for Bitcoin too. People will start buying Bitcoin so they can get a free Facebook coin because there are a lot of people out there that would be like, well, you know, Facebook coin is probably going to be better than Bitcoin. It'll be the next Bitcoin. It'll be better than Ethereum. Blah, 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 blah. Pound that like button. Please, Facebook people, fork it, fork it off. Give us your free coin. I love, be a crypto dividend. Mark Zuckerberg, you're a crypto dividend maker. Come on, dude. Crypto dividend maker. Shake your crypto dividend maker. Woo. All right. Now, ES, EOS Maximalist. Now, I don't like your name, dude. You've got, you've got a weird name, e EOS Maximalist, <laughs> he, but you're a good dude. In, in the comments section, you said, you can't debate the scoreboard. Bitcoin is kicking golds. Well, he uses a different word, but I'll say, but. Yeah, you can't. Bitcoin is creating, is kicking golds, but. And we're going to get that in, in a second. By the way, yesterday, I forgot to mention that <laughs> when the 60-minute show aired on the East Coast, the price of Bitcoin spiked. And then they sold off afterwards. You know, you, you, you um, traders, you do all sorts of fun things, man. You know how to play the 80 percenters. I got to hand it to you. Uh, but uh, yeah, buy and hold, people. Don't, don't even play in that game. You, you end up losing. Hey, speaking of uh, don't play in that game, but some 80 percenters will. This is a, there is a, uh, I don't know if it's real or not. It might be real. And if it's real, it's hilarious. There's a Twitter account for BitConnect 2.0. Welcome everyone back to BitConnect 2.0. We will launch BitConnect 2.0 on July 1st. Visit our website for more info. It's linked to below. And guess what? People will fall for it. We can scream to the rooftops that it's going to be a complete scam. But don't, but hey, people, so this time it's different. This time, yeah. So if someone is bold enough to try to pull, pull that off, welcome to the space. This is where the big boys play. And uh, yeah, 80 percenters. That's why you just buy Bitcoin so you don't get caught up in BitConnect 2.0. If, if, if it's called Bitcoin Connect 2.0 or if it's called something else, there will be something that is just like BitConnect in the very near future. Uh, because, again, we're in these – when people start getting excited about Bitcoin, they get excited about altcoins. They get excited about crypto. They get excited about tokens. And then all sorts of things pop off that are nasty. This is where the big boys play. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. It's your freaking fault. If you get caught up in two, Bitcoin Connect 2.0, you're not going to get bailed out. 
but you probably will try to complain to the SEC and the U.S. government and uh, Elizabeth Warren and who knows else. So Marber, the great Marber, who is uh, he, he had this comment. It was a quote of me. Apparently, I said this yesterday. And this is pretty good if I really said this yesterday. The gold bug's dream isn't isn't happening with gold. It's happening with Bitcoin. Pound that like button. And that is true. The gold bug's dream has always been one day everyone is going to pile into gold and it's going to go parabolic, blah, 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 blah. And it's going to, oh, take, but you know what? It looks like we're on the verge of the third time of Bitcoin living the gold bug's dream. Bitcoin is doing everything that gold was supposed to do in terms of uh, increase in value for you fiat freaks out there. It's amazing. It's amazing. And again, that's why Peter Schiff is doing these debates and everything because his clients are getting tired of waiting for the gold bug's dream to come true uh, and seeing Bitcoin living gold's dream. Okay, They're tired of it. It appears for the third time that it's happening. Bloomberg saying it's about to happen. I mean, everyone's saying it's about to happen. So uh, – this third, third time might be a charm for all those holdout golden holders out there in, in terms of their conversion process. All right. Um, we just saw a question pop up there from Roman Q. Q. Bitcoin Meister, safe, safe and shifts main disagreements surrounded their interpretation of Austrian subjective value theory. A lot of golden holders will probably become holders. All right. Good. Good. All right. And um, Jim said, Peter's results are horrible. And you know what, Jim? You're right. Peter's results since 2015 have been horrible for his, um, I mean, that's the scoreboard right there. Check the scoreboard, Bitcoin versus Peter Schiff since 2015. If you bought, if you like, you know, bought into his funds, his stock funds, you would still, you would have like a little, your stock fund would be worth a little less, okay? If you paid uh, it, it, it's, if you paid $5,000 back then, okay, when you could have gotten 10 Bitcoin for $5,000 back then, all right? And so if you would have bought into his, you would have given him $5,000, you'd still have $5,000, and that's being generous, okay? In terms of in terms of fiat, in terms of Bitcoin, your 10 Bitcoin would now be what worth? Worth what? $80,000 plus all the B cash plus the B gold? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous that he even... He, he, but he has celebrated. Peter Schiff has celebrated with big. He's like, I told you all. I told you so. It's gone from nineteen thousand to three thousand. He was. He's like, it's going to zero. Blah 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 blah. And it's even at three thousand dollars. Bitcoin was kicking his butt. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, his. It's been terrible. His results have been horrible. But he still has people buying into it for now. For now. But he knows that it, it, it's not going to last. Maybe he'll change. I don't know. He has a lot of conviction for what he believes in. Though. So he's already wealthy. So what's it worth it to him? He, he, he's got his money managed properly. Why give up? He, he's a stubborn guy. Um, why not? I mean, maybe maybe he'll give. Maybe he'll just disappear one day and then he'll buy Bitcoin and get even richer for himself. Good for him. Good for him if he buys Bitcoin. I mean, he, he could change. Everyone's welcome in this space. But I mean, if he's going to spout his nonsense, we're welcome. This is where the big boys play. We're going to counter his nonsense and tell people that, you know, 2015, you'd be stuck in the same value with Peter Schiff. Would you rather be stuck with Peter Schiff in 2015 or be in this Bitcoin overlay in 2019? There are a lot of people that are like, Adam, I can't believe you made these videos back in 2015. Baby, I am proud of making those videos back in 2015. And I'm living a life now. I don't have to be Peter Schiff making uh, going on the Tone Vase podcast trying to save my industry. <laughs> All right, pound that like button. So, um, 
again, I'm going to be in Long Beach on Thursday. You'll hear all sorts of stuff like this. If you like this high energy type of Meister stuff, I'm, I'm happy to meet you. It'll be a great time. Uh, Gaston Cruz is putting on this event. It's uh, linked to below. You can uh, out 7 p.m. in Long Beach. Um, looking forward to uh, meeting you. Someone said hi from Croatia. Hi, Croatian dude. I hope to one day get to that part of Europe. Um, I, I wanted to go to Serbia for a, a while, actually. All right. Is maximalism dead? Someone said no. It's not dead at all. I mean, God, uh, there's a lot of guys that are way too much into it. Way they've taken it to the next level. I'm a Bitcoin firster. I believe that Bitcoin is the best. Bitcoin is the winner overall. But let the let the altcoins have their thing. And I do not promote the killing of altcoins. There were people. There was that. There was some uh, mining group, shark mining. It was going to be. You know, and then you've got people like the BSV people that think you should destroy all other altcoins except their altcoin. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, this is where the big boys play. So if you want to try to kill an altcoin, you waste your time doing that. Okay, I, I let them, let them. The, I am so confident in Bitcoin. I know the other ones are going to disappear on their own. I don't have to ripple them. I don't have to, you know, uh, plot against them and stuff. But there's some people that are like, no, there can be nothing else. There can be. No. no, I realize there's always going to be people out there that want the next Bitcoin. And they're going to try to do things. They're going to try to innovate in different ways. Not everybody follows the same path. I, I'm totally cool with that. Okay. I'm totally, so no, but maximalism is not dead. There will be people that are hardcore. I mean, in religions, you have people that are super duper orthodox, but then you have people that are not. So, I mean, it, not that this is, you can make a comparison. Okay. In every industry, you have people that are su super duper orthodox. And I mean, it's just the way of the world. We have various degrees of uh, orthodoxy in, in people's beliefs. All right. Uh, so let's move on to the bogus buzzword of the day uh, lesson. You know, I, I used to talk a lot about the buzzwords, blockchain and there's so many buzzwords you hear at these uh, events. People that they have, they have no meaning. Tokens, token expert. So uh, crypto portfolio is one that I, I just I got I gotta get jump on this. I mean, it sounds fancy. It sounds so smart. You've got this poor crypto portfolio. What a buzzword. I mean, it's just like if you call yourself a stablecoin expert or a security token expert. There's no different. There's no difference. They're just as ridiculous as crypto portfolio. It's just as ridiculous uh, and just as legitimate. It's a way for people to title themselves, to make them look smart, to make it look like they have expertise. Avoid this type of signaling, okay? If someone starts saying, well, tell me about your crypto portfolio. What, what percentages do you have in the third tier altcoins? Oh, God, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Just get, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you don't, that, so many, it's diversification for the sake of diversification, which makes no sense in this uh in this industry, in, in Bitcoin, in cryptocurrency. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't because the, Bitcoin is the winner. It's the, Right now it's the winner. It's way ahead. If you didn't diversify, you would be in awesome shape right now. You would have Bitcoin. But all, all coin people, this, I mean, this is my question for you. Um, you, you third tier people, you, and you people that hold a lot of all coins, you're just in case I'm going to hold all these fifth tier all coins and I'll hold 10% Bitcoin. Do you really think, any of those fifth-tier altcoins are in, in in five years from now. They're going to be millions and millions of people. They're going to be like, "Oh, this technology is so awesome!" Millions of people are going to be using these fifth-tier altcoins. Even one of them that you're so that you're diversifying in, that you have a crypto portfolio made up of. Do you really think 
that the, these all fifth tier, third tier, second tier altcoins that no one has heard of, that no one has heard of, no one is using right now, okay? That their technology is so great that it'll be worth it to own them in five years and not, uh, and, and they'll be doing better than Bitcoin. Do you really, there are, I guess there, most people haven't thought it through like that at all. And that's why I'm throwing it out there, okay? And we're talking about millions and millions of people for your altcoin to beat Bitcoin, okay? To even come close to a theory of either, people are going to really have to use it. And not just like 10 people or 20 people or 50 people, millions, millions. And so in the year 2024, after that Bitcoin halving, are millions and millions and millions of people going to be using your – because already we have millions of people using Bitcoin. All right, or a million people using Bitcoin. Something, an incredible amount of people are using Bitcoin right now compared to the others. I link again to the simple pie chart that shows Bitcoin dominance measured in transaction fees. 92% for Bitcoin, 8% for Ethereum, and there's the other ones don't show up at all. That is how dominant Bitcoin is right now in terms of people really using it. People And people are using Ethereum too, apparently, okay? Okay, so that's a different story. That's a different story. But um, again, it is it is the top of the top tier altcoins, whether you like it or not. I'm not the biggest fan of the world of Ethereum. I mean, it's apples and oranges. It's apples and oranges. It's, Ethereum is not supposed to be what Bitcoin is. It's not supposed to be a store of value. It, and I'm not going to get into what it's supposed to be, but clearly people are using it. The transaction fee pie chart, which is very simple to understand, is linked to below. Look at it and then tell me in 2025, your fifth tier, your third tier altcoin is going to be is going to be there. All these people are going to be making transactions with your, your, your altcoin, going to be using it, and it's going to even show up on that pie chart. And I, I seriously doubt it. That is why I am a Bitcoin firster. And uh, again, I, I Bitcoin right now, so much experimentation being built, done on Bitcoin. People fork off from Bitcoin. People build things, second tier, third tier solutions on top of Bitcoin. So many guys working on it. How many people are working on your third tier altcoin? How you're telling me in five years that that so many more people are going to be working on it all of a sudden magically because you know something that most of the world doesn't know how great your fifth tier altcoin is that there's going to be this big switch and all these people are going to be working with it it's a it's a pipe dream but whatever have your dream this is where the big boys play you're watching this video in 2025 you're probably laughing don't blame me don't blame yourself if you're stuck in 2025 with some third tier altcoin from uh, 2019. um and again, yeah, I have said all altcoins are welcome here in the space here. Um, but again, if, if so, be ready for people to rip on your altcoin though, okay? Be ready for people to do videos like this. Don't, you know, don't start to virtue single afterwards. Oh, the person, he was mean to me. No, this is where the big boys play. If you can't take the heat, if your altcoin can't take the heat, then why are you here, man? Why, why are you even here? All right. Now, someone said, uh, Guy Bennett said, such providence. Missed my connecting flight just in time to catch the Bitcoin Meister. I'm sorry you missed your connecting flight. That really, I, ne I never liked that. And Roman Chu said, uh, what was the first altcoin that you heard about that was the next Bitcoin? Well, the first one I ever heard of was Litecoin. The first one that was supposed to be the next Bitcoin was Ethereum. Definitely, definitely. That was the first one that I, uh, a lot of people, uh, when that started popping a little bit, I mean, they the flipping, that term came out. People were, I mean, yeah. When was that? 2017. People were talking about the flipping, the flipping, this, the flipping. Oh, they were ready. They were ready for that flipping. That was around the time of some Bcash FUD being thrown out there too. So, uh, but no, we had strong hands. We didn't. Uh, we didn't trade in our Bitcoin uh, for uh, for Ethereum, which was worth like a 12% of a Bitcoin. Then, Whew, thankfully, we didn't do that. We we kept that precious Bitcoin. But yeah, that flip. That was the first time I heard that. 
Ethereum is going to be the next Bitcoin, even though the people who were saying that were just traders. They didn't understand. It's not even sp supposed to be the next Bitcoin. It's apples and oranges type of stuff. It's not supposed to be a store of value at all. It's not supposed to be digital gold. By the way, there are 80 percenters out there that are like, ha, ha, ha. Look, Bitcoin has just turned into a digital gold. And they, they think that's a bad thing. They, they, they do not understand the first thing about savings. That's why they're 80 percenters. That's why they blow their money on whatever. They, they just want a crypto that they can blow They can blow on. They can buy a blow with or buy a blow. Be careful what you say there. Pound that like button. Um, so, uh, yeah, because they value their wealth in women. Now, uh, I, I cannot elaborate on all that stuff. Uh, this is for chill. This show is for kids too. I don't want to get dirty here. I don't want to get dirty. Here. We, we got we to gotta stay on the up and up. We don't curse here or anything like that. Um, set seven uh, words banned from uh, TV, right? Uh, now, now, as I was saying though, I, I, it, it's amazing that people think uh, it's bad that Bitcoin is a store of value. Oh, it's so limited. That, that's so, that's like a grandfather. It's a grandfather coin. Dude, that store of value, that's how you become wealthy. The millionaires, they don't buy, they don't go spending their dollars on ridiculous things. They save, they save these, and then, then they might buy a couple of ridiculous things here and there. They don't blow it all before they're incredibly wealthy. My God. But yeah, no, for you guys, again, if you think the future of cryptocurrency is buying, or the present and future of cryptocurrency is buying coffee, you're welcome to do your thing. Be cash. It's welcome to state that they think that's the way to go. The Dash people are very into buying things right now. Good, great. That's awesome. I'm I'm sticking with the uh, you know preservation of wealth type of stuff. Getting your unconfiscatable, uncensorable, you know, me being able to make videos like this and no one being able to take take it away from me and stop me. All right. What, what do we have here? All, all right. There's an article about Myanmar in ccn.com. Terrified central bank attempts to arrest uh, Myanmar's Bitcoin binge. Well, apparently in Burma, which is all, I mean, I, it's Burmese people live in Myanmar. I, he keeps saying Myanmarese. It's the same thing. Burma, it used to be called Burma. I, I grew up with two people from, uh, their families were from Burma. One was an ethnic Chinese, and, because there are a lot of ethnic Chinese in, in, in Burma, in Myanmar. And then one was a, a guy who's uh, Bur Burmese. He had a little bit of Indian in him, a little bit of a... Uh, Caucasian in it too, actually. They like Burma's a big melting pot over there. They, you know, it's it, it's between India and China. So it's a very interesting. So when I'm hearing that people over there are interested in cryptocurrency, are interested in Bitcoin, and the government, which can be quite totalitarian over there at, at times, it's it's going back and forth between generals being in charge. I don't know the whole story now. I know they've tried to have some economic development, and they're a little they're obviously scared. The government is scared of Bitcoin, but they could go the they could go a, a, if they were smart, I mean, they could become the Switzerland of Bitcoin for that area, okay? If they just open it up. It's in the perfect location. You've got all these ethnic Chinese coming down there. There's a lot of Chinese investment down there now. It, it could be – I mean, it, it could be great. So I, I – you know what? We, we, we talked about how South Korea at the end of 2017, that was amazing – uh, how Bitcoin really picked up over there, cryptocurrency really picked up over there. You know, Burma could be the, uh, or Myanmar, whatever you want to call it, could be the South Korea of 2021 and, or maybe 2020 or 2022, who knows? Um, now, I, it's, not as, it's not as sure of a thing as, you know, there's going to be a Bitcoin ETF. 
But is Burma going to become the uh, Switzerland of uh, cryptocurrency of, uh, of Southeast Asia? That's not guaranteed. I want it to be. I think it's awesome. I'm going to look into this. So, yeah, the, the article isn't that great or whatever, um, but it, it didn't get my mind thinking and made me think of my friends that I, I went to high school with who I actually just saw a couple of weeks ago at the reunion. They were both there. Um, so, yeah, Burma. And, I, I, and I, because I grew up with them, I, I've always had an interest – in visiting Burma, um, it's not, you know, it's, it's still very developing and I like comfortable, you know, when it gets a little bit more comfortable in, in, in Myanmar, I'll, I'll visit, I'll visit. And I, I don't, I, you know, right now their government is kind of totalitarian. I don't like going to countries like that where they can arrest me for saying things. And anyway, good luck. Uh, and if you're watching this in Myanmar right, right now, I love, I love you guys. I love the Burmese people. I really do love the Burmese people. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. Get that Bitcoin. Keep buying that Bitcoin. Don't don't worry. The government can't take it away from you. Be 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 quiet about it, I guess. But just somehow start putting pressure. Start you know building up some momentum. So maybe your your country could become like such a hub of, of Bitcoin activity in that area because it's the perfect location between India and China and everything. Oh, it's just amazing, amazing stuff. All right, uh, you, hey, you can dream, baby. Pound that like button. Pound. Be in motion, Burmese people. All right, so. Uh, here is a good tweet. There are many ways you can shave 10 to 20 bucks off your daily expenses to buy Bitcoin. People don't really comprehend that small things done over and over become big things over time. They strike out trying to hit home runs when they could just sit back and hit singles all day long. Pound that like button, dude. Exactly. Exactly. Don't be wasting away, you know, buy, buy, Eating out for lunch every single day. It's terrible, terrible. Save, save it. And then eventually you will be able to get that Bitcoin that you thought you couldn't afford. You save $20 every day. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And again, people trying to hit home runs. That reminds me of you know, people trying to buy altcoins. <laughs> they think they're going to hit this home run when they could just hit singles all day long. It's just, you know, keep on dollar cost averaging in the Bitcoin is a lot safer than, you know, trading altcoins. And, uh, you know, baseball players like Chris Davis, why do you always got to try to hit a home run, dude? You should be always – people complain about the shift in baseball. It's unfair that during the shift – then hit away from the shift. You're a freaking major league baseball player. Hit away – don't try to hit a home run all day, Chris Davis. Okay, I just talk, I just really took it to the next level there. Just got into the baseball. Don't waste your time worrying about baseball. But Chris Davis, you're being paid a lot of money, dude. I know you've improved the average a little bit, but dude, why do you got to hit? Try to hit home runs all the time. Don't try to hit home runs all the time in any aspect of your life. B baseball used to be a game where people did not used to try to hit home runs. Tony Gwynn, did he try to hit home runs all the time? No, no, he knew. He knew what his purpose was. What he was good at. Just getting those singles, baby. All right, uh, module, module, module sent two dollars. He says. Min Min Super Chat, usually a 20% freeloader. Dude, it's all right. It's all right, dude. Thank you for the two bucks, dude. Seriously, uh, Module m m what, what you, Module Module is your name. All right, moving on. Someone the other day I was trying to explain Bitcoin to, they asked me, you know, well, who's the CEO of Bitcoin? Now, you're going to get that a lot. That is the mentality of most people. Most people are have the centralized mentality. So again, this is why Ripple will stick around for a while. There'll be people, what's wrong? Ripple's got a CEO. What's wrong with that? People, they won't have a problem. Because again, I, I get a question like that. Well, doesn't Bitcoin have a CEO? Don't they have a CEO? No. So people really don't get it. It's, it's going to be hard. You know, you watch Friday's show. Some of the guests thought um, that, yeah, everyone's going to wake up to the importance of uh, 
well, how horrible inflation is once Bitcoin, how, how important savings is. No, not everyone's going to wake up to it. I, don't, I, I, don't, I disagree with the guys that were on my show that think that everyone's going to wake up to how important savings is. People aren't, no. Just because a lot of people get into Bitcoin and a lot of 20 percenters wake up to it doesn't mean all 80 percenters are, no. Just like all 80 percenters aren't going to get, they're not going to understand how important decentralization is. You know, life isn't fair, okay? That, that's that, that's the cool thing about life. I mean, um, unequal, unequal is cool. Unequal is that that is freedom. Unequal is freedom. People are free to make horrible mistakes, uh, okay? And so they're not going to do as well as people who don't make uh, horrible mistakes. You have the freedom. You have freedom to make horrible mistakes, to make terrible decisions, to learn and everything. Freedom is awesome. But when you live in a world of freedom like cryptocurrency, um, yeah, there's some people that are going to do a lot better. They're going to do a lot better uh, in this world. So anyway, you, you can choose which way you want to go. It's, it, that's the freedom that's over here. I love it. Uh, yeah, Unequal is free. Unequal is free. Um, uh, as uh, Yaron Brook talks about that a lot. I've, I've talked about that on other shows. Uh, crypto dividend section of the show. Mimble Wimble Coin. Remember, people were asked about Mimble Wimble Coin yesterday about uh, how much you were going to get if you register and um, should you uh, consolidate all your Bitcoin in the one address. I said, no, don't do that. Well, Chris Gilliard was watching. He's the dude behind Mimble Wimble Coin, the crypto dividend airdrop that's coming up very soon, July uh, 19th, the last day you can register for it. He made a whole post about. Um, answering the question, it's linked to below. He answered. He goes into depth about a lot of things. Uh, so not just answering the question that was asked on the show. So this dude is in motion. Chris is watching my show. He hears people are interested in the Wimble Wimble Coin Crypto Dividend, and he makes a complete post on his site linked to below that answers the question. So great, I love it. You're in motion, and I'm going to read you something from it. I wanted to point out that I have been made aware of some private trades for MWC that have already occurred at this early stage in development. Some of those trades have been made for up to $1.16, basically. But I'm like, well, dude, how does he even know this stuff? I, I, so yeah, if you want to, <laughs> that's crazy. People are already, how are people trading? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Read read his, <laughs> read it below. Guys, you're going to get this stuff for free. Um, it's just, he's creating an altcoin and distributing it to, People, Bitcoin holders who register. So yeah, I like it. Um, and uh, I, I like it because I, I like crypto dividends. I like getting interest on my Bitcoin. It's a little known fact about Bitcoin that if you control your own private key, you get interest on your Bitcoin. You don't have to give it to some third party and watch someone else enjoy and steal your Bitcoin. You can control your own Bitcoin and get interest, crypto dividends. And Andy Anderson sent $5. Thank you very much for the support. He said, I pounded, baby. Good work. Pound away, dude, Andy Anderson. Good to see you here, baby. Woo. All right. Now, speaking of questions, this is the end of the show, by the way. This is the last part of the show. Some, a, a few days ago, someone said, Adam, have you watched Jeffrey Tucker lately? He's in the Bcash. And I was like, what? I, I haven't. I, I, didn't, I had no idea. Well, <laughs> I really did have no idea because I, I I looked Jeffrey Tucker up. He has been a guy that's been in the Ron Paul stuff for years. Um, he's been in all sorts of libertarian stuff since probably before I was born, even I, I guess. Um, but uh, as I don't know his exact age, and uh, but he was into Bitcoin early, and no, he's in the Bcash. No doubt about it. 
at, at, in 2018, there are videos of him talking about Bcash. He's really into, you know, being able to buy things with his Bcash. He thinks that's so awesome. He thinks that's what Bitcoin should be. You should be. He's not into this. He says Bitcoin is slow. There is a Russia Today um, link to below. An art, uh, 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 you know, for all you people that like Russia Today is the source of true information. They have a propaganda piece uh, for Bcash that Jeffrey's Jeffrey's on. For all you people who think Russia Today is so special, um, they they've got a. I mean, it, it might as well have been a, a, a Bcash Pravda uh, a, a TV, uh, um, show. Okay, uh, of of Jeffrey, you know, saying how great Bcash is that uh, he calls Bitcoin old fashioned. The the woman doesn't question him at all. Not at all. No, no, no. He talks a little bit about Bitcoin on this Russia Today thing, but no. He is into the coffee trans transaction uh, aspect of it. So you can go that way. You can watch this RT, uh, lovely RT uh, propaganda piece that he was part of, uh, that he was interviewed for, you know, saying, you know, basically saying that Bcash, he thinks that's the real big, he downplays the SV split, all that, if you're into that kind of thing. And again, this is where the big boys play. So if RT wants to have shows with Jeffrey on it, where he's talking about Bcash, I mean, it reminds me, this this little piece, some of the stuff that he talks about, uh, or, or, or maybe the other uh, video too, a little bit. Tai Zen, when he comes on the show sometimes, one of his complaints about Bitcoin is, I can't send it to my friends anymore for cheap. I used to love, you know, taking out my phone and showing them. Uh, I know Tai's a great guy and whatever, but I think it's a completely ridiculous argument. You know, you know, I can't send my Bitcoin to my friend anymore. Oh, my phone. You can. Okay, you can. But I mean, with Bcash, I guess was it faster or cheaper? I have no idea what the heck you know what they like about it. But he, he kind of reminds me of the, the Tizen mentality uh, a little bit. What, what Jeffrey Tucker is talking about, at least that that uh, aspect of the Tizen uh, mentality. You know, Ty, again, if I have Tizen on the show again, he's going to say the same exact. I can't. I used to love to do these demonstrations where I could send the Bitcoin. Oh my oh God! Is that the reason you think? If that's your major drawback with Bitcoin, and you can't give a little presentation with your phone and your friend anymore, I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But I mean, I think part of it is that Tizen tries to, uh, he might try to manipulate the market, thinks he can manipulate the markets if he says certain things, yeah, whatever. Tizen goes Tizen's way. He's an interesting guest. I don't have, you know, again, he's one of the guests that I have on the show this week in Bitcoin that is clearly not a Bitcoin firster. He does value his wealth in Bitcoin to a certain extent, though. Interesting character. He's been around for a while. He's changed a little bit over time because he doesn't like that he can send his, uh, can't send his Bitcoin for cheap to his friend with his phone anymore or something like that. All right. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. I see JC Botha is in the uh, chat right now. He's from South Africa, and he can tell you the importance of getting into a currency that can't be confiscated by your government, just like land can be confiscated in certain countries, <clears throat> and can't be inflated away, just like certain currencies can be inflated away in certain developing uh uh, countries that are supposed to be so great that we are supposed to think are so great, but you can have your farm stolen from you. Pound that like button. See ya.